Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! This is what you've been waiting for. Eagles, Cowboys, Battle of the Least. Only these two teams aren't the least of anything. Get your game face on because these bitter rivals collide on Sunday night. Heyo, welcome back to another week of Show Us Your TDs. It's the Milkman here, blowing unnecessary whistles like the refs do for Tom Brady. And I'm joined, of course, by the King of Cheeto Land. Gooby, what it do, baby? I'm the King of Cheeto Land now? Yeah, man, you're, you're just the king of everything. Right Does that now. mean I like I make millions of dollars and I can quit my job? No, it means your entire kingdom's made of Cheeto. <laughs> Yo, so it must be like, does it just not rain? It's just dust? Yeah. Like a fucking sand, sandstorm of Cheeto dust? Yeah, the movie Dune, but Cheeto. <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. I'm chilling. Uh, not too bad, but we'll get into that later. How's it, how's it feel to be at the bottom? Oh, I'm always at the bottom, my friend. That's okay. Hmm. Oh, having said that, that's not all we got, folks. Excuse me? We have a special treat for you. A founding member founding member of Wow Ahead Mustard and the mastermind of the annexation of Puerto Rico. He's, <laughs> number, he's number one in our hearts, but he's his team is a number two always for the Dallas Cowboys. Bob Walker, what a do, baby? I thought that was Logan Paul, Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know, I've seen Little Giants. I've seen Little Giants. I'm just, I'm calling Bob. Logan Paul. He knows that'll upset me. That's exactly, I got (laughs) it. I got it. And speaking of that, uh, definitely excited to be here. I think we all knew this week of your show, I was going to be here no matter what. It's Cowboys versus Eagles. Um, And yeah, I appreciate how my five and O Eagles come number two to your what? Four and one Cowboys. Yeah, Matt, it's kind of hard in Texas. So (laughs) happy to be here. Well, I mean, have you seen the people in Texas? They're all fat and sluggish. Yeah, right now they're all wearing Yankee uh, jerseys and they're about to take out their Laker jerseys. Like, yeah, you guys are one hell of a fan base. And we them boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are them boys. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Actually, Gooby, I was going to introduce you as our lovable Pop and Fresh, but I decided to go against Pop it. Pop and Fresh. Pop and Fresh. Mm-hmm. Nothing says I love you like something from. Hey, what the hell are you doing, you crazy bitch? Yeah. What do I have in common with Pop and sh- Fresh? <laughs> Pop and Fresh. It's the German Pop and Fresh. Do, do the laugh. Well, I don't even know what the fuck Pop and Fresh is. The Pillsbury Doughboy? Okay, I know the Pillsbury. I know that. <laughs> That's the same person. Oh, well, fuck. I don't know. I don't eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now you're popping fresh. You're popping fresh. All right, let's talk about popping fresh. Let's talk about some fantasy. And uh, yeah, it did not go well for me this this week. 
Yeah, it's a gooby transition. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, it never, it never goes well for you this season, my friend. Um, I mean, it went well last week. <laughs> yeah, what's your record? Uh, I don't know, like one and four or something like that. All right, carry on. Yeah, carry on. Commanders just, level. Just like that. Yeah, fucking right. They won. <laughs> Go Commanders. What? Um, ew. <laughs> This, okay, this wasn't okay. I wasn't too upset by this loss, but the fact that uh, T. Higgins got out, I was like, all right, well, that kind of sucks. I lost 118.55, and yes, I'm gonna go by points to 119.70. How can that not bug you? 1.15. I would be fuming. That's that's I'd rather get blown out. Yeah, haven't we had that argument on this exact show? Yeah, you guys rather get blown out. I'd rather not, <laughs> because then you know you're the like you're absolute trash if you got blown out. You're still trash a lot. It doesn't matter the. But like, I'm absolute trash. You can plan your next day early, man. Not not keep it close <laughs> and blow like that. That's yeah. You prepare for next already. All right, so check it out. I now I want I want to actually go with you guys on this because I know Melk may have agreed on the uh, last podcast about this. We all thought Detroit was going to beat New England. That was my toony bet. So yeah, yeah, right. We all thought Goff was going to have another nice game, and guess what? I was like, you know what? Jared Goff is on the waiver wire. I thought I would pick him up and start him over Matthew Stafford going up against a top five defense. Yeah, well, Jared Goff only got nine points and zero touchdowns. <laughs> and yeah, that fucked me over. That fucked me over hard. Uh, Teague's got zero points, like I said. Um, but I mean, I give it up to my uh, Austin Eckler and uh, Wilson Jr., the running backs. They they put on a show, 33 points for Eckler, 19 for Wilson. But uh, my wide receiver core did not live up to expectations. Four points all around. Yeah, just, just kind of dismal at this point. One and four, Melk. What do you think of my uh, my fantasy year so far? Fucking hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> uh, Bob, man, one and four, bro. All those years you were talking shit, <laughs> I can bite you in the ass. When have you won our league? <laughs> uh, I've, ah! I've been speechless. I've won. I've won a league. I've won a league. You've won a, a league. What yeah. have you won our league? No, because Adam fucking beat me in the semifinals because of the damn kicker. <laughs> the Eagles won before the NFL was a thing, too. Oh. So I, I count it. <laughs> yes. Good job, Alan. Good job. And, and I, don't, I hate to talk about, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about my, my team, but Daniel Carlson and those goddamn Raiders. You could have mm. won me this game, but yeah. you it was great. Don't. I told them not to. I told them not to. I told Carlson and the Raiders. That's why Devontae yeah, shot. It, it's not Carlson's fault. Not Carlson. Carlson was hitting everything, but the Raiders. You throw the ball so damn far. You threw like thirty yards on a fourth and one, bro. Just fucking do a slant route. Get it out. You're in field goal range. That wasn't his fault, though. The I, running route of yeah. the receivers, especially yeah. uh, Renfro. Like, come on, man. It's Renfro not, yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins fault. running into each other. That was terrible. And I, I blame Goff for your loss. Oh, I, I definitely blame Goff. Like, it's Goff's fault. <laughs> we, like, I, I definitely agreed with you. I thought he was going to get more points and than AJ that. And A.J. Brown. Yeah. Well, A.J. Brown got 4.7 points. That complete bullshit. Small, big, as long as you contribute to the win, that's what matters. Well, the win for the Eagles. 
Yeah, not for Gooby. Hey, no, bye. not for Gooby. No, no, not for me. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you talk about your team and how you're doing over there. Yeah, he's done with it already. He's I'm done there. with it. It's all. Okay, I, I, by the way, I'm not coming back for next week on next week's podcast because what's the point? Oh, it's point end is- of Earth. It's scorched Earth at this point. Oh the, wow. The point, the point is for you to inform everyone how much your team sucks each week. That's the beauty of this season because you're gonna get a high draft. Pick. You do a full guess, rebuild. You'll find. Uh, we don't do draft picks based on wins and losses. Yeah, it's talking not literal. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I have a stacked team that's just not performing. Okay, be- okay, before I go, Bob, I'm telling you right now, I don't blame, <laughs> I don't blame uh, Stafford or Goff for his loss. I blame Gooby. It's yeah, Gooby's fault. Was well, my you, fault. Uh, one thing you would have done differently on my team. Other than starting, well, uh, you would have started Goff over Stafford anyways. I wouldn't no. have No. But don't even say no. You're like, yo, that was a good fucking choice. I'm saying no. I'm saying Melk chose Stafford. Kevin and I agreed with you for Goff. But if yeah. you're talking to Melky, Melk wanted Stafford. And I, I, I will, that, but I agree with you 100%. I thought Goff was going to take off. Yeah. But I did say Stafford, so he's. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I don't nice try, though. Stafford. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't do any better. Actually, I got blown out because Gabe- losers. <laughs> exactly. Gabriel Davis and Travis Kelsey both put up a thirty piece, and I was done. I could not come back from that. I lost one fifty five to one hundred six. We're gonna have a little calling out names. Devin Singletary. Man, I hate having you on my team because I never know what the fuck you're gonna give me. Wow. Five points. Fuck you. Najee Harris. Wow, what a year a difference makes. You and your team are absolute trash. You're fucking trash. I regret uh, drafting you, seriously. And last but not least, a man I've been singing his praises up until now and the and last week because he did, he did almost the same thing. Christian Kirk. Mm. Come on, man. One fucking point. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah, this is probably one of my more humiliating losses. Honestly, I put the best team I thought forward and they all let me down spectacularly. So yeah, I'm in the same position as Gooby, except I'm not one and four, I'm two and three. <laughs> two and three, one and four. We we we're both shit in the bed. Yeah, your gold status in the below five hundred club. That's pretty yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um you know what? It's so funny too that you bring up Kirk because it's not really in our new notes to talk about the Jags. But what what is this Jags team? Like, is Trevor Lawrence for real? This Kirk contract obviously was way egregious. We all agree with that for the season. But man, he is he's not performing. But Lawrence cannot throw the deep ball. Like, it's, it's it's like that. It's like that Katy Perry song. They're hot and they're cold. They're yes and they're no. Wow. <laughs> oh. Very nice. It's unpredictable because Kirk was one of the hottest players the first three weeks. Yeah. And now he's not even on the score sheet. Yeah. It's frustrating, man. Like, if I I mean, to the Texans, like the Texans, no less. I mean, like, that should have been a a gimme game where you could have just dummy them and then instead they did the complete, they did what you were supposed to do to them. It's frustrating time in the milk camp, but, you know, that's fantasy. All right, all right. Well, let's talk about next week's matchups. I'm going to kick it off. I'm facing top tier 4 and 1 Taylor Made. And uh here we go. Matthew Stafford versus Lamar Jackson. 
obviously giving it up to Lamar. Uh, I got AJ Brown versus Mike Williams. I'm giving it up to Mike Williams because AJ Brown's going to do shit all. Uh, <laughs> Garrett Wilson. <laughs> now, th- this may change depending on T. Higgins uh, with his ankle injury, but at the moment, I have Garrett Wilson versus Mike Evans, CD Lamb versus uh, Gabe Davis. Then I have Austin Eckler versus Zeke. Obviously, I'm going to give it up to Austin Eckler. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. versus Kareem Hunt. I think Wilson Jr. versus Atlanta is going to have a fantastic night. I don't think so. Again, I'm going to make a segment called I Told You So with all the shit that I've (laughs) eaten. You've only been right about the Jets. Uh, And and other things. Uh, Tyler Higbee versus Travis Kelsey. Juju Smith versus Pickens. Uh, I picked up Gano, uh, the kicker for the Giants, because uh, Carlson's on a bye versus Bass. San Fran defense versus Jacksonville. Guys, chances. Uh, by, by the way, the uh, Yahoo predictions, I lose 123 to 120. Gooby, did yeah. you see the thing today that Lamb's questionable and he didn't practice? Yeah, I, I saw it. Is he going to play? Of course he's going to play. It's, it's, the the, fucking, the, it's the one of the biggest games of the year. They were pointing to him. More likely pointing to yes, he's playing. Yeah, no, I know Eagle players would play for sure through <laughs> adversity. I was just, I was questioning CD. I just saw that. Yeah. I actually, I, I don't know, man. I, I want to curse you because you're not playing AJ Brown, but uh, I am playing AJ Brown. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So sick because I like your uh, defense choice as well, and yeah, I actually think you're gonna have. I'm gonna call a Gooby win. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I think so, but it's, it's gonna be hard. The Jets have to come out strong with. Wilson for me to get this one. Melky shaking your head no. Why? Buddy? He always shakes his head no. Last couple of weeks, I've said, oh no, last week I said you're going to lose and he did. That was great. Yeah, so but that was close. close. Doesn't matter. You still lost. Oh no. And, and you're going to lose this week because that's just your story of fantasy this year. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Taylor Mead has a good team. I don't trust your quarterback situation. I you have Ravens over Giants instead of Rams over Panthers. I have Lamar Jackson putting up numbers because he's uh, playing for a contract. Yeah. Yeah, every week you can. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm talking that up. Sorry, man. Like your team on paper, your team looks great, but it just never clicks on all cylinders. So, yeah, no, and I, I, I do agree. Like my team on paper, other than, you know, the running backs because they kind of suck. Minus Eckler. What do you mean? Eckler Wilson had 19 points last week. Now, San Francisco, even though they anoint a number one, there's always a running back by committee or they go away from the running game. They're just never consistent with one running back. It's always a, a mix of guys or the defense is just so good. I always stay away from a San Francisco running back. It's just never- 11, 10, 13, 19. I'll take it. That's what she said. <laughs> But on paper, yeah. Like I said, uh, probably five minutes ago, like on paper, like my team is my team is stacked. Stafford, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, T. Higgins, Eckler, Wilson, Higby. My flex come next week is going to be fucking DeAndre Hopkins. How's uh, Cam Akers? <laughs> Cam Akers is on the bench. He's just chilling. Yeah. It actually does sound like one of the best one in four teams ever. Yeah. It is one of the best one in four teams ever. It's fantastic. It's better, better than Timmy's team. And I have the best kicker in the league. You don't have the. You have Tucker? Tucker is the best kicker in the league. Yeah, you have Tucker. You don't have really, Elliott. If you look at He's the out. points, Daniel Carlson has the most Tucker points. Tucker is by far. If you had a choice between Tucker and Carlson, you're picking Tucker. Don't tell me any differently. I'm telling you. Definitely. You're full of shit. 
Okay, well, he has the most points in fantasy, so. Tucker's the most accurate kicker, period. If you're accurate, doesn't mean that you have the most points in fantasy, which makes you the best fantasy kicker. If you have first choice for a kicker next year, you're taking Carlson first? Yeah, 100%. I, I, I call the bullshit meter out. What do you think, Bob? Well, I mean, he's right. He's like leading in points. I mean, Gooby can make a strong case. I'm definitely in your camp. I mean, well, I mean, biased. Elliot's actually the best, but Tucker is the <laughs> most accurate. Uh, so if I had the choice, I'm I'm going the same as you, Mel. But hey, Gooby's got his. Uh, <laughs> oh, stack Gooby's coming up right now. He's looking up. You're fucked. I don't care if he has the most points. The most reliable kicker in the league is Tucker, hands down. And if you had a choice, I'm guaranteeing you. I'm double downing, double downing on this. You're picking Tucker. You're just trying to play at devil's advocate. Gooby will never pick Tucker ever again because you said that. Even <laughs> I don't want to pick Tucker. I have Daniel Carlson. I have the best kicker in the league. Uh, after week six? Yeah, sure. Come talk to me after the entire season is done. I guarantee Tucker will have more points. Okay. Boom. Oh, new bet. Add it to the chat. Tucker will finish better than Carlson at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm just going going through the stats right now. Mel, talk about your your team and how you're going to lose this week. We already know he has more points. Mel, talk about your team and how you're going to lose this week. Why are you looking at Number four, 52 points to Daniel Carlson, 62. You're an idiot. Yeah, how how many more points? It's not by that. Is he running away with points. That's a full game. Like, like I said, that bet's happening. You're going to lose. You're going to eat your words. But yeah. Okay, we'll so put it on my I told you so segment. You're, only, you you're so. only with I told you so with the Jets. I keep telling you. You're wrong about everything else. One and four. That's all I have to tell. All right. I'm playing Devontae's Inferno. Another four and one team. Uh, projection, projections are 121 uh, for me and 122 for him. Could change. I'm hoping one of my players goes on IR so I can make a waiver move. Crossing fingers. Please. And before I start, I did make a trade today. I acquired DeAndre Swift and Dalton Schultz for George Kittle and David Montgomery. Uh, So before I chime in with my team guys what do you think of the trade it's it's a fair trade it's uh, to me i don't find it like that like it does it move the needle no yeah because like i, f- I feel like montgomery and swift are kind of similar in in point fantasy point wise and then kittle and uh schultz i mean you could win on that depending if dak ever comes back and plays for the cowboys ever again Let's go Cooper Rush. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like you, you could win that. Uh, that could be where you gain points. But I mean, I dropped fucking Schultz two weeks in, right? So I don't know. I to me, it it's it's a trade. It's a fair trade. But it was nothing that I don't think was going to bring you over the hump. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's a fair trade. Nobody in the league should get too upset. Feel a little contradicted because you got a cowboy player, which I hate that that's on your team. But you also brought in Swift, which kind of makes me happy that he's on your team. So I don't know. Gooby made such solid points. Like I kind of agree with the trade off. And the major factor here, which you brought up before the pod kind of is, is the whole Dak coming back and Schultz actually becomes a weapon because he's not necessarily part of the game plan, as you guys know right now. Um, But that could definitely change. So you're hedging a lot, but at the same time, this could be one of those trades where maybe a couple of points different if you had kept the guys on your team and it, it really didn't matter necessarily that much. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, I disagree with both of you. Although Schultz, that's a great um, comment about Dak and Schultz and their rapport. I think I got the best player in Swift overall. Montgomery was hurt, and Herbert is nipping at the heels to be the number one. And he's getting a lot of the goal line touches as of right now. So I think they're going to split more. Swift, he gets hurt. So it's a high risk, but I think it's a high reward. If he's healthy, he's one of the best backs in the league. So this gives me McCaffrey. I mean, Najee's been sucking balls and Swift as a three-headed monster. That sounds a lot better than Montgomery, Najee, and CMC. I will actually agree with you that Swift is the best player in the trade. And I mean, just look at the numbers and where they are in the standings, the Lions offensively. So you you do make a, a solid point there. Like they are running gun. I mean, that coach has them firing. So, yeah. Yeah, they just can't stop anything. I know. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Amer- everybody wants to love the Lions. Like, we're all willing to root for them and all bandwagon for them. Like, they know that, too. It's like, go ahead, guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so going back to the team, it's uh, Brady versus Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, so I give it up to Patty, Patty M. But, his, but, but fuck his brother. Fuck his brother. Mm. Uh, Cortland Sutton versus Jalen Waddell. I would give it up to Jalen Waddle, but they have their third string quarterback throwing, so I don't know. They're not even they didn't even like really pass to him last week. Like is he Yeah did he they had, even know he was on the field? Three three point eight points last week against the Jets. Yeah, he needs Tua back big time. Do you think Tua well I guess Tua does make a difference. Tua definitely makes a difference, but that guy is gonna be such under such scrutiny. Like the the second he looks like he got hit way too hard, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, everybody's favorite uh, wide receiver, Christian Kirk. <laughs> yeah. Versus <laughs> Marquez Valdez Scantling. Scantling, sorry. Uh, that's a wash because I can care less about both players right now. Uh, my favorite rookie wide receiver, Chris Olave. Hopefully he is playing and healthy because he got concussed last week. And I'm facing Alec Pierce. Oh, that's an indie wide receiver. I could care less about him, so I'll take those points. Najee Harris versus Melvin Gordon the third. Both players suck, so fuck you both. CMC versus possibly the rookie of the offensive rookie of the year, Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall, man. I tried to draft him, and uh, Kevin beat me to the punch, so I'm still going to give it up to CMC, but that's a good matchup. George Kittle, as it, this is his farewell game on my team versus Mark Andrews. Definitely goes to Mark Andrews. What a fucking stud. Number two. Yeah, he, and he's pushing for that number one spot, too. Uh, David Montgomery, another farewell farewell tour versus Taysom Hill. Now, that's an interesting move. Taysom Hill was a fucking beast last Was it last week? Yeah, 36 yeah. points. He was a beast last week. The thing I like about Taysom Hill is he'll be great one week and he'll be absolute shit the next. So I'm hoping that continues this week. Let's go. Uh, Harrison Buckner coming back from injury versus Gooby's favorite kicker, Justin Tucker. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Tucker. And then the Buffalo defense versus the Tampa defense. So guys, how do you like my chances this week? I think uh, I think you should drop, like, not drop, but maybe bench Buffalo's defense. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm waiting for someone to go on IR so I can Yeah, get. yeah, because, like, don't get me wrong, Buffalo defense is fantastic. They're probably in, 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 the, in the conversation for, like, probably top five. But against KC in that offense... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a shootout. Out, where is it in Buffalo? Uh, at KC. So yeah, but it's gonna be a shootout in KC, and 
we all know like these two guys are gonna go like Mahomes and the best quarterback in the league, the Lord and Savior Josh Allen. <laughs> so I had to say that because like you said, Patrick Mahomes was the best quarterback in the league. No. Wow, that's two uh, contradictions, Anthony. Yeah, and, no. and, and like he's not even he's not even second best, just so you know. You stupid. Mahomes is in second best. Mahomes no. is the best for one. Who's no. second best? Cooper Rush. Five and zero, baby. Let's go. God, very bothering, buddy. Uh, completely agree on defense. I mean, the Bucks are playing Pittsburgh, so I doubt Pittsburgh's going to be putting up a lot of points unless they surprise us. So there are going to be some points there. Yeah, Mahomes has you beat. Yeah, the Jets versus the Packers for that receiver battle right there. I man, I, I actually think the reports are maybe true that Rodgers is going to retire at the end of the year, and he almost looks like he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. So I don't even know what this Green Bay team is. I think they're going to be the typical Green. Bay kind of shit the bed then pull it out towards the end of the season and get a playoff spot guaranteed and just kind of make it almost to the conference finals or the game before and then bow out but gonna be a tough matchup for you this week honestly like you have a few bright spots obviously but then there's some tough ones like you said yeah kirk it's it's kind of a wash i mean you're playing colts they're a somewhat okay defense against the pass and yeah it's close like i definitely agree with yahoo or whatever app you guys are using where you're only a point different in this yeah, game it's, yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like point two something so yeah it's 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 gonna be hard i mean you, you're really gonna have to ask Najee harris to kind of pull one out of the bag for you yeah i need, I need cmc to have like a 30 point game i think definitely what i really need you need to have kittle, game i could see kittle getting a couple of points too yeah i mean they're playing atlanta so anything anything is possible guys anything yeah. is possible any given sunday That's right, because last Sunday in London, England, the Giants win against those same very Green Bay Packers Bob just spoke about, 27-22. to 22. Now, guys, the quarterback battle, the numbers are laughable. Like, Daniel Jones had a 217 passing yards, Rodgers had 222, and Daniels had 37 rushing yards, and Aaron Rodgers had two. Saquon was the lone bright spot with 70 rushing yards, a rushing TD, 36 receiving yards, got nicked up, because I'm sure that scared fantasy owners, hurt his shoulder, but he did return. So guys, should the NFC, NFC East and the NFC, should they be worried about the Giants? Bye, you can go. Um, I sent it to you guys in the chat as soon as that game was finished in the afternoon that I hate, hate these words coming out of my mouth or out of my fucking fingers because I hate that team so much. But they, they might be for real. And even if they're not necessarily for real where they are playing and standing wise now, I think that they're a good team. And with the first year coach and the momentum that they are building and getting from players playing above their contract and above their means that it can take them pretty far so i'm i actually am kind of worried about this giants team going forward this season i am yeah uh well i mean i said it last week in our group group chat when uh a certain someone said well who what good team has dallas defeated and i said the giants and the Bengals. oh my god who the hell cares and what and now the champs and and now the champs but that was before or that was after the comment so i said it last week the giants are a real deal they're looking well they're playing well i mean yeah daniel jones is daniel jones and you can't really trust them but saquon barkley is carrying this team is 
carrying it. I'm like, I'm telling you, man, he's taking quarterback, wide receivers, throwing them in a backpack, slinging it over his shoulder and walking through the end zone. Like, this guy is on fire. And, I mean, their defense, that's not terrible. But, uh, yeah, they're they're the real deal, man. They're, at this point, this whole AFC West conversation that we have, saying, oh, it was, <laughs> this was before, this is like, what, two, two, three weeks before, when we're saying it's the best division in football. No, you have a 5-0 and team, two 4-1 and teams, and then you have... Dan Snyder's call. Yeah. Yeah. So the <laughs> NFC the NFC East is the best division in football right now. So it's no longer the least? It is no longer the least. Oh, definitely not the least. And and Melky, just before you chime in quickly, boys, this is the Giants schedule remaining. Ravens, Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, Cowboys, and then you have Commanders, Eagles, Commanders. Vikings, Colts, Eagles. There are a lot of winnable games there for the Giants. The, the East has the easiest uh, yeah. um, uh, schedule. Remaining schedule. Yeah, schedule. there you go. I'll, all three of our you. teams. Yeah, all three easy. of our teams have like the best schedule in the NFL right now. So, yeah. I mean, does that kind of question why we're so good? <laughs> it's, it's actually bullshit that my team is actually 5-0 undefeated. And we're one game away, possibly, you know. Ah, Jesus. Tis the NFL. Tis the NFL. Yeah. All right. Well, I kind of want to get to a new segment in our show called I Told You So. No new segments. No, I'm just kidding. I told you so. (laughs) The Jets beat the Miami. When I say beat, I mean like they took a bat and they just bludgeoned. You ever, you guys ever watch The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. When what's his face smashes that uh, Chinese guy with the the bat and crushes his head. That was the Jets to Miami, forty to seventeen. Yeah, um, they were third string zombies. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I just I said the Jets were going to beat Miami, and everybody was like, "No, that won't happen." Jets beat Miami. Now, Zach Wilson, you did not do very well. Fourteen twenty of twenty one for two hundred and ten yards. Reese. Hall, though, killing it. 18 carries, one touchdown, two receptions, 100 yards. This dude's a wide receiver. Holy. This guy killed it for the Jets. And again, the Dolphins, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, 0 for 1. He went out. They had the concussion protocol on him. Um, Is he concussed? uh, Probably not. It didn't look like that bad of a hit. Mm. Uh, But obviously, they're probably very concerned about anything they do now with yeah concussion protocol i mean and then they put in skylar thompson i don't even know who this guy is 19 of 33 166 yards one int you can't really ask this kid to come in and play he's what like you said the third string so i mean 40 to 17 guys like are the jets do they make the playoffs this year Uh, i'm I'm gonna take this one first of all (laughs) you don't know who um kiss the skylar is no you know, he played. He used to play in that uh, band, um, Timmy and the Lord of the Underworlds. You don't. You don't remember? No. Timmy. Ah, what do you know? Uh, so, answering your question, I know the Jets beat the Miami Dolphins, and I called it with a third-string quarterback. So, are we going to take anything away from that? 
if you if you are in the zombie apocalypse and you got a shotgun and someone screams watch out and down the street at the end of the street is like an 80 year old zombie missing a leg and is crawling towards you and you don't kill that thing and it comes and gets you that's on you that's that's what this was if you're gonna bring in the walking dead <laughs> yeah, well, you couldn't have said it any better. You know what? The Jets are a nice story. And you didn't even mention Michael Carter. Now, he didn't have the numbers that Bryce Hall had, but he still scored twice. Yeah, yeah. he got TDs. That's a nice two-headed monster that they have in New York. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Jets, I think they've just been lucky with the favorable schedule and the injuries that have, that have occurred. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket with them until I see them play some real competition. And then I'll make an assessment. But other than that, I'm only going to praise the milk hunter because he loves Coopers. And that's about it. <laughs> I, I will give you credit, Gooby, and completely agree with you, though, uh, about Hall. Because he was almost going to be my boom. That guy is a stud. Yeah, he is a stud. I mean, Milk said it earlier in this podcast that that guy could be rookie of the year. Yeah. Well, I know they don't have any rookies that are high, flying high, but they do have a potential MVP candidate. Bob knows what I'm talking about. The Eagles stay perfect, winning 20-17 to 17 on a very close game. Jalen Hurts was a little normal with 239 passing yards, two rushing TDs, man. This guy can run. Holy shit. Yeah, he gives us options. Absolutely. And his counterpart, Baby Yoda, 250 passing yards, a passing TD. And, and a terrible was- decision at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think of that. Interception and 42 rushing yards. Cardinals kicker missed a late field goal that could have tied it, but it wasn't his fault because it's Baby Yoda's fault. He does not simply know what 10 yards are. Guys, were the Eagles lucky to survive this matchup? Ah, take it away. Don't get it twisted. This was a very close nerve win. And this is the type of win, though, that good teams win. And they overcome this type of bullshit. And, and luck does go on your side sometimes. Yeah, definitely. The field goal in Kyler Murray, that was massive. And i <laughs> so pessimistic as like a Leaf fan and all my other sports teams. I, I was already kind of dreading where it was going and thinking at least we were going to OT or something. It was tough, but we brought it out. Like you said, Hertz gives us so much options. I told you before the season, my two main um, factors going into the season, an Eagles fan to grade if it's going to be success or not, is Jalen Hurts the guy and we win a playoff game. We get that much more experience and we build with our young guys and we've already brought in pieces. So far, I can tell you that Hurts definitely looks like the guy. The guy is an MVP contention, like you said. He does everything. Um, our play calling has actually been great by our coaching staff, and I definitely think our defensive coordinator is going to be taken next year and have a head coaching job somewhere. But uh, Hurts, he gives us those options. And the one thing I like about Sirianni, too, as an Eagles fan right now, he does the simple football plays. You're going to like a third and one, fourth and one, QB sneak, just run it in. Just basic stuff to get yardage. Nothing too fancy, even though the hurt sometimes makes it look good. So I'm fired <laughs> up. I'm fired up about that. We've got offensive threats. We've got the three Batmans, Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, uh, Gooby's favorite. And then, I mean, our defense, we'll talk about it more in our matchup, but this Eagles defense is firing on all cylinders. I mean, Hassan Reddick is a beauty. Bradbury is making plays like Darius Slade kind of before he was a little bit injured. It's just an intercept machine. Um, so, yeah, I, I am loving it as an Eagles fan. And 5-0 and right now, I'm, I'm fired up, but I'm also trying not to let the other shoe drop in my mind and wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very well said. Uh, Gooby. Uh, I did not get to watch this game, but I watched the highlights. And I mean, once it's like, I don't want to say it was lucky that the Cardinals missed, but at the same time, I think this game, if loss would be on Jalen Hurts. I know he rushed for two touchdowns and 61 yards, but if you want to be in that MVP category, you got to put up more than 239 and zero touchdowns. That being said, though, the Eagles are 5-0. and They beat the Cardinals. Like I said, though, it's just 20-17. It, to 17, it was too close to call. Uh, I disagree. I, I, I don't put it on Jalen Hurts. I think he did everything he could to get his team in the right position to win this game. It could have gone either way, but yeah, Baby Yoda, maybe he should spend more time studying when it matters instead of playing those fucking video games because that's a play right there. If he gets the 10 yards, you know, it makes all the difference in the world. So bad play on Baby Yoda. Eagles are flying high. And that's going to lead to a big Sunday matchup, which we're going to talk about. But we have one more story, Gooby. What is it? Yes, sir. We kind of alluded to it earlier. The Cowboys took out the defending Super Bowl champions. 22 to 10, Dallas versus the Los Angeles Rams. Now, you want to talk MVP numbers right here. Cooper oh, Rush, Christ. 10 of 16, 102 yards. The worst fucking numbers of probably. No, sorry, Russell Wilson may have, may have had the worst numbers this week. Oh. No. Cooper Rush's numbers are pedestrian. Everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just they're just terrible. They're they're nothing good. Um, Tony uh, Pollard killed it though. Eight I was carries. about to say that was your MVP with that fifty-four yard run or whatever it was. Yeah, eight carries, eighty-six yards, one touchdown. What, didn't I tell? Didn't I say this last podcast too that I was going to bench him? He's going to do well. Fucking yeah. like I said, oh, I'm going to bench him because he's doing good, but he's probably going to shit the bed because, or I'm going to play him and he's going to shit the bed, and then he did, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to bench him, and now he plays well. Play him this week. Play him this that's week. Why sure. the lo- that's why the loss is your fault. Yeah, make sure you. Play uh, both my running backs did better than Tony Pollard. Your fault. So. <laughs> And who, who, we we can't figure out that T. Higgins is going to get injured. Anyways. Not my fault. Matthew Stafford, 308 yards, one touchdown, one, one interception. Kind of more Matthew Stafford type. Um, but just their run game right now is just terrible. They don't know what to do with it. I mean, I don't even think they ran with... Uh, Henderson at all. So Cam Akers, 13 of 13 carries, 33 yards. If you need to give your gunslinger, which is Matthew Stafford, time, you need to set up those play actions. You need a run game to set up these play actions, and it's just not working out for them. And I think that's why the uh, Rams have been so awful this year. Uh, Melky, what do you think? They've been awful because that's part of it. But they've also been awful because their O-line is trash. Yeah, I was about to say three injuries. Absolutely garbage. And Stafford only likes to pass the white people. There I (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Cooper Cup is out. Yeah, Cooper Cup. He's out this week. Is that official? Yeah, it's official. He's out. So so who does he pass to? (laughs) Robinson's going to have to wear white sleeves again so he gets noticed. (laughs) Uh, But Mel, this win, man, what does it say about us? It just shows that this defense is stout. 
Cooper Rush is doing a great job protecting the ball, but our offense is trash right now. And if it wasn't for the defense, we probably lose this game by field goal. The defense, five sacks, an interception, two fumble recoveries, a touchdown from the fumble, and a block kick. That is a Super Bowl caliber defense. <laughs> it, it is. I'm sorry, man. Like I've been. No, yo, you made the 29th ranked in scoring offense and the 26th ranked in yards. You made them look pedestrian. So yeah, that was <laughs> that's sick. I mean, whoa, who could argue that? Yeah, hey, numbers are numbers, and we stopped <laughs> the champs. We stopped the champs, and that's all I got to say about that. Uh, the defense looks fantastic. Cooper Rush is doing a great job protecting the ball, and that's all you can really ask for from a backup. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. You, you guys ahead, are man. lucky. You guys are lucky, and you can thank me that you're finally going to face an actual good offense, since you haven't faced a top fifteen ranked offense yet this season. So let's actually see what this defense can do against players who can actually play. Why, 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 why don't we talk about it? Why don't we talk about? Why don't we talk about how Jalen Hurts is going to be scrambling for his life when Micah Parsons, probably going to be Defensive Player of the Year, comes which after I, him. Which I called, by the way. Jalen Hurts is going to get sacked at least four times, probably four. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. calling 34-28. Right, like I said, you're actually facing players who can play like an actual O line, uh, QB that has options, not only he can run but he has threat so you're right Parsons is going to be looking three ways from Sunday not know where to go and we'll, we'll see right like I said th this is actually it's good for you guys we're actually going to find out what you are these defensive players of the year these MVPs let's well, actually see it we're going to actually find out what you are too because you kind of had a cakewalk too realistically you could have lost last week if it wasn't for that dumbass baby Yoda yes sir that's that's true you're right you're right we've beaten what the yeah. third the 13th rank the 15th rank yeah, we, we've been playing good teams and beating, and then last week, really close win. That was still a win. You're right. That that proves maybe the first four games weren't legit. Okay, but so... But defense wins championships, does it not? And we might be getting Deshaun Jackson back, so you guys are screwed, okay? DJ <laughs> I can't believe that when I saw that. Just a side note. He says I, we're his first or his top destination. That's crazy. You beat the Commanders, you beat the Vikings, you beat the Lions, and you beat the Jaguars, and you beat the Cardinals. Tell me a good team that you've beaten. Vikings. Vikings are mediocre. You just you just praised Lions. Yeah, I didn't I didn't praise Lions. The Lions are not a great team. They're a team like you said Bob, earlier. We want to cheer for. You cannot tell me they're a good team. They're they can swing. I actually would have told you guys last week if I had come on that Jacksonville is a good team as an argument, and I can't even do that right now because they're <laughs> so trash. And Lawrence, so he actually hurts my argument. I, I don't even want to bring him up. Yeah, you you want you want to hear an argument, and I know Melk won't agree with me, but fuck it anyways. You're gonna lose. <laughs> you're gonna lose two in a row. You're gonna lose to you're gonna around. lose to the Cowboys, and somehow you're gonna lose to the Steelers. No, they're not losing to the Steelers. They're gonna, they're gonna lose to the Steelers. The Steelers are an absolute. Just, just wait two weeks time when we do our segment called "I Told You So." 
and the Eagles lose. You can be wrong a lot, buddy, man. I feel sorry. Yeah, you, you better hope that you guys beat us because after you, it's Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts. So <laughs> so we could go on an absolute tear, and then you guys are down to four and two, and I think the Giants are possibly going to win. You guys are down to third place. So this means a lot more to you guys because for me, I can just dismiss all your comments like, ah, man, it's week six. doesn't matter. We're five and one. It's the, but if we win, oh, then it's it's perfect. We're six and all undefeated. It won't matter. We're, it, even if you get top shot, we still get a bye, or not a bye week. Uh, we'll still get wild card because fucking, we've already beat the Giants once. We'll beat them again. We'll be number two. We'll be like, what? Fucking 16 and two? Or sorry, yeah, no. No, you don't get What does, what does 15, wild card 15 and matter two. to me, man? We're not going to be. Okay, do, do that. 15 and two. So we're not going to be 16 and two. And 15 and Bob, two. Bob, I want to ask you, speaking of records, are the Eagles going to go perfect? Oh, God, no. Come on. I, who, do you, who do you lose to then? The Bears? No, no. Okay, hold on. Let me bring up their schedule. I, I'll, I, tell you, I, I'll tell you the no, schedule, no. schedule right now. Uh, you don't Cowboys, tell me shit. You don't tell Cowboys, Steelers, Texans, yeah. Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans, Giants, Bears, okay. Cowboys, Saints, So any, Giants. So, so definitely not you guys, but um, the, say the two giant games, I could see Titans. The, the Titans are picking up. I mean, their rushing game, it's starting to improve. I could see that. Like I said, Packers towards the end of the season just pull stuff out of their ass. And their coach is a legitimately good NFL coach. And Aaron Rodgers can just, I don't know, take enough drugs in the winter months and just play out his mind. So, no, I definitely do not think we're going to go perfect. And like I said, my other fandoms will not allow me to say that. I would hope... If you guys, the Cowboys, were 5-0 and right now, that you wouldn't say they'd go perfect, would oh, you? I'm shocked that they are 4-1 right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm uh, the Cowboys are 4-1. Like, you think they'd be our worse. Our schedule's terrible. I thought they'd be five, a game over 500. A game over 500 at this point. Thank God the defense is, like, on point. Cooper Rush is doing what he needs to do. Guys, if Dak is ready to go, does he play Sunday? No, because they already said Cooper Rush is playing. They've already said Rush has already started to train for for this game, and it's Rush is starting this game. I well, think, well, yeah, well, next I, week though, yeah. it's going to be what? rough. Bah. Well, I I agree with Gooby, and I saw that news too that he's in. I would hope as an Eagles fan that you would press put Prescott in cold after the guy has been building momentum. Rush. But the smart play is to keep the guy going. I mean, the team's rallying around him, obviously, and you want him to continue until he proves he's not the guy. Well, he's earned it. He's earned it. Exactly. Exactly. And Jerry Jones and his wide fucking eyes better not ruin it for me because Rush has earned every um, play call for Sunday night. I can't wait. It's going to be possibly the game of the season so far. This This is what rivalries are supposed to be. Like, I hate your team so much. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't hate it as much as the Broncos because that's Kevin's <laughs> fault. Uh, but I hate your team so much, and it just makes me sick that you're, you're 5-0 and right now. And you guys need to be taken down a peg, so I can't wait. I, ca- I kind of want to go back a little bit. And Boss said that he could lose to the Giants. Now, does that mean that you're saying the Giants are going to be number one in the East? I love your giant leaps and logic that you always Bro, take. You you're gonna lose the, the question, Giants. the question, Giants, the Giants, no. be number one in the fucking East. No, listeners, I hope you're following along as well. The question was, <laughs> will the Eagles remain undefeated? And I said, no, there's a possibility to lose. And I listed off a couple of teams. I didn't say the Giants are going to overtake us in the standings and then they're going to kick our ass at the end of, to really, you know, bring it home. No, I do not believe that. And we play, we play the Giants 
Giants twice at the end, yeah. I could see us splitting that series. Dallas, Giants, Eagles, Eagles don't like the playoffs. Fuck the Eagles. Every, every year, the NFC East is loaded with rivalry games at the end of the year, eh? It's just always. Oh, it is. It's, it's, it's I'm sure it every division's like that as well. I'm not. We don't, we don't look at those. We don't, care. We don't care. It's all about the East. I'm sorry. I'm kind of looking at the ticket prices right now for like the Dallas games, and they're kind of hilarious. $247 for this game coming up in, in Philly, and the rest are like under $40. So, I mean, this is, this is the biggest matchup uh, of the year so far. We'll find out later on who, uh, who takes us home. Well, and and I I also just want to chime in for what yeah. I absolutely hate your team more than the Broncos. <laughs> I hate I hate your team maybe more than any other team in the world except Barcelona because they're they're absolute junk. And possible uh, Lionel Messi fans, people who are obsessed with him as an individual, they could be losers too. But you guys are right up there. I hate your team <laughs> fucking so much. And this game, the one thing I love is we're both good. Like we're yeah. both good teams. So every single game that we play against each other and the games we play against other teams in the meantime mean everything to us because our rivalries are going to get more intense. Like I know you say that you hate the Broncos now and everything and we always keep it somewhat civil, somewhat. But I, the way these teams are just trajecting upwards, both our defense are stellar, QBs are stellar. Like we're, we're going to be hating each other. I'm telling don't, you. Don't 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 put Rush under stellar. He's <laughs> just he's just getting. I'm not putting. I'm not putting Rush under stellar, and he's not. You just. I, I I just said your quarterbacks. I didn't say Rush. I, I meant Dak. If that wasn't clear, I was talking for the. I said just in the next few years. You mean like, he's stellar? Going yay, Rush go. Hey, you, <laughs> I, I I love the hate that you Cowboy fans have for Dak but and I don't believe in him at all and I think he's a watch but he can put up numbers he needs he needs a he needs to pull Terrell Owens and grab some pom-poms and fucking see your problem is he's gonna go to Vegas and win it in a couple years and just as a fuck you to you guys all right, Mel. the story of our team, guys. Uh, <laughs> but before we do, final score for Sunday. I said thirty-eight. What did I say? Thirty-four, twenty-eight. Okay, bye. Ooh, that that's really good. Mm. Okay, uh, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Eagles. Dude. Ooh, high scoring. Effort. Cowboys can't score that many points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. Shit. Okay, that's okay. Right. Four, Forty right. to three Eagles. Forty to three Eagles. Yeah. I've got twenty-one to seventeen. See, I was going to say 24-17. That's such a good football score to give. All right, let, let me change my mind. 64-0 Dallas. Moving on. Wow, what do we got next? <laughs> no, see, now you got me like, I want to change my prediction. <laughs> no changing. No changing. Oh, I want to say 24 Pollard, Pollard's getting three touchdowns. Okay, well, you know what? We'll move on, like you guys said, and we'll focus on on a really popular segment with these hosts, specifically one host in general, and this is the AFC West uh, review. And, and this is just a division we like to look at, kind of, you know, see what's happening in the week, what, what, what the scores were. And I'm gonna give you guys a quick little rundown of how this division's, you know, faring right now. Gooby, I know you're excited, buddy. KC Chiefs, first place in the AFC West, four and one. Chargers, they're three and two. Broncos, third place, two and three, with the lowly Raiders, one and four. Gooby, what do you think about this? <laughs> Wake the fuck up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> were, were we talking about boring divisions? My bad. I fell asleep. There's nothing exciting for you at all in the AFC West, not even the Chiefs or Chargers? No, nothing at all. 
at this point. No, because it's the Chiefs and it's the Chiefs versus the Chargers in this division at this point. Okay, like at this point, the Broncos are out, the Raiders are out. We know this. They're not making the playoffs. It's done for them. You have Broncos not making the playoffs. I said at the start of the year. He did call that. I said they're making. I'm just highlighting that. I just and any listeners right now, Gooby said they. Don't make the playoffs. But I did say the Raiders. I said That's true. That, I said that the AFC West were going to come out with three, two wild cards with the Chargers and the, the Raiders. And uh, but obviously the Raiders can't fucking get a win. Well, I guess they have one, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Anyways, no, this is the Chiefs versus the Chargers at this point. This this division is boring. I mean, it's just like the fucking Bronco games, man. It's, Four it's, out of six primetime games. Four out of six. I'm telling you right now. You if you have time to put those things on. Yeah, if you have insomnia, turn on a Broncos game. I bet you it puts you to sleep <laughs> and your insomnia is fucking done. You you don't have it anymore. It's cured. You're good. You know, just record them and then just fucking watch the first ten minutes and you're out like a light. I'd rather, hey, uh, I'd rather watch a group of old people play shuffleboard than watch a Broncos game because that's how boring they are. Hey, hey, Malik, do you have do you have anything else to add? Maybe even the the twelve nine loss to the Colts by the Broncos. Just anything about this division, buddy? Anything? Uh, this, this division is a fucking comedy show right now. I mean, you got the Chiefs, you got the Chargers. Broncos are not who they said they were going to be. Talk about Let's ride. Yeah. Let's ride. Into the fucking basement. They're trash. Raiders, I'm shocked. But, you know, maybe Devontae didn't focus on pushing cameramen. And oh. uh, winning, you know, maybe they have more dubs. It's not what I thought it was going to be. But this is dedicated to our friend Kevin. Welcome back, by the way. Back in Ontario. Let's we'll go. Cool. podcast soon. Yeah, buddy. Just a big fuck you to him because he was pumping his chest, talking his shit. And a backup quarterback is doing better than a starter. So yeah. fuck you. I, kinda, <laughs> I, I was going to say, I kind of want to quickly go over a couple things. Chiefs beat the, the Raiders 30-29 in a very close game that the Raiders should have won. Carlson should have got at least another two points and won me my mm. fantasy. There you Anyways, go. Anyways. Uh, Chargers beat the Browns 30-28. Broncos again, we already talked about it. Lost to the Colts 12-9. Was that and, the worst was that the worst game of the year? That Broncos game? I mean, the Broncos have tied for the worst game of the year. <laughs> no. Last night was the worst game of the year. No, it picked up. That throw from um from Fields, that was a that was a dart. That game picked up near the end. It was way better than anything that Broncos game had. Did you see Amazon fuck that up too? Yeah, I wasn't watching it on uh, Amazon. They, they switched away during the touchdown throw. <laughs> they, they switched <laughs> to like uh, a previous play that they were going to show and obviously probably talk about. And then mid throw, like balls halfway in the air and they switch back to the touchdown. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But yeah, no, that that Colts Broncos game was probably one of the worst games of the year. 
Yeah, I definitely, maybe even uh, for the last couple of years, that that's really pushing the limit of like, oh, a bad football game's on, I'm still going to watch it. No, it actually sometimes makes you think maybe there is something else on. <laughs> but, but just before we move on quickly, an actual serious question just besides trolling our buddy Kev. Melky, Yo. A, a very strong argument in the offseason between the four of us was kind of, for you, the emergence of Herbert and the Chargers. What do you think of them right now at 3-2? and two? Like, how, how are they actually looking? Because we, you and I had them ranked pretty high. Uh, disappointing. Very, uh, disappointing. I understand, like, they don't have Keenan Allen. Defense doesn't look as sharp as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. They're Herbert. missing Bosa. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, Bosa, Bosa is the anchor of that defense, right? Yeah. They're missing him. Herbert got hurt, you know, broken ribs. He's probably still recovering from that. I think... <sighs> It's a shame because I really had high hopes for this team, and like you did too. I mean, they're still not too far from the Chiefs, but it just looks like it's the Chiefs' division to win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they all hail Mahomes, and then the, there's the rest. Can I we just can we just throw that into the "I told you so" segment? <laughs> you well, be. Uh, well, other people had the same opinion. Like Kevin had the same opinion too that the Chiefs were going to win that. Okay, so me and Kevin I mean, have the "I told you so" segment. The Broncos were going to be good, so he was wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, so I was right. Yeah, you're right for that part. Oh, there but. we go. There we go. So it's not just the Jets. Wow, two things, Gooby. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a long I segment. Think that you would lose too. So. I mean, oh, three things. Yeah, well, en- enjoy your one in four. But, I am. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> All right, it's well, like you're owned by Dan Snyder. <laughs> it can only go up from here. Well, here's something we're all going to enjoy, well, Gooby more so, because it's his favorite pastime in the toilet. We're talking boom or bust. And our special guest, I'm going to let you take it away. Start us off. Okay. Uh, I actually have a boom this week, boys, and it is Ramondre Stevenson running back. So Damien Harris goes down with injury. Boom. He's going to get more yards. Not only is he looking good, but... The Browns have looked absolutely terrible in their run defense. They're giving up uh, 503 yards, uh, 138.2 rushing yards per game. And you know what? Uh, Stevenson, he torched Cleveland last year for 100 yards and two touchdowns back in November. And the Patriots, while not going to say anything about Mac Jones, they are starting to play better as the season progresses. So, yeah, he's going to be a boom for me. I like it. Uh, Goobs. All right. All right. I'm going with Tyler Boyd. With T. Higgins looking like a game time decision, you can get huge upside with Tyler Boyd. If Higgins does not see the field Sunday afternoon versus New Orleans, you should be playing Tyler Boyd as a wide receiver two or wide receiver three this week. Though his numbers have been lacking, Boyd is a fantastic start versus a Saints defense that is ranked 10th defending versus the wide receivers per Yahoo Sports. Uh, we all know how that is. They never get anything right. <laughs> now, if Higgins, maybe they should ask you since you since you know everything now. I mean, I have a podcast as Yahoo Sports. Yes, oh. yes, they do. Oh, they actually. <laughs> oh shit! Never heard. I've never heard of them. That's we're, we're number one. <laughs> we're number one. But okay, now okay, let's get back to this. Now Higgins. If Higgins does play, Boyd is still a valid flex player as we don't know how many snaps Higgins will see with his injured ankle. Boyd is an obvious boom for me. Melky. 
What do you think? See, this one's like up in the air because yeah, Higgins is a, is a no go. Boyd is a great option, but Hurst is taking some of those plays away from him too. Like Hurst, the last couple of weeks has been great. So yeah, I was on the fence about this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you for once, and I'm gonna label him a boom too. He's a great deep ball threat. So if Higgins is a no go, man, yeah, Tyler Boyd is definitely someone you can plug in your flex. All right, all right, Ba. Uh, I'm actually going to keep it short and simple this one time and agree with Melky because my point was going to be about Hurst as well and he said it perfectly. I do agree though it is a boom completely on the injury situation. Cool, just like I did probably about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Boom. In your pants. All right. Yep. All right, finish it off. I'm going with, we're going to Seattle boys. Dennis Walker the third. Now in a limited time he replaced Penny. Eight rushing eight rushing attempts, 88 rushing yards and a touchdown. Boys, man, he's a boom. I think he might be a boom for the rest of the season. Uh, he's now the number one uh, running back option. His Penny's down. He's a sheriff in town. He, he has a high ceiling, and you know what? I read about him in projections before the season, and they, they talked very well and said potentially he could take Penny's spot, even if there wasn't an injury. I like him against Arizona. Arizona's ranked 17th and mid, mid-pack defensive-wise, So, and Gino, the Bronco Slayer, is playing lights-out football. So I like Kenneth Walker the third going forward. He's a boom this week. What do you guys think? I, I, I totally agree with you, and because I'm actually not sitting last, Melky, I did not get him. No, nope. I was I was hoping to get him, but then I looked at uh, I looked at Timmy Titan's score, and uh, he did not provide for his team and scored really low points. So I unfortunately did not get Mr. Walker the third. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, this guy's going to be a boom all season. You look at Rashad, Rashad Penny's numbers, you put it into a new, probably better running back. And this guy's going to play lights out for the rest of the year. Yeah. One who's not injury prone. Uh, Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I agree completely. Again, with Gooby and you, both your boys, he's a boom. Uh, even though they got somewhat of a tough uh, schedule remaining, and I think Gino is definitely going to come back down to earth, that almost even helps the argument in a way for Kenneth to have a better role. Because just like Gooby said, you replace Penny, put his stats into a better running back, that, that's almost perfect Like of the situation. It's hard to argue with that. I- I'm glad you're agreeing with both of us today, Bob. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry. I'm buttering you guys up for fucking sun. Then we're enemies. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying you just this whole this whole podcast, you've been agreeing with us. Oh, I've had a couple of drinks. You guys are lucky. <laughs> da- Dallas is going to win by 38, 34. No, Eagles. Eagles, oh, sorry. Okay. okay. I, thought you, I thought you were saying Dallas. Oh, you're bringing that back. Maybe I should do a different score for that. <laughs> Let's go back to that segment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, all right, fine. You know what? Let's move on to the final segment. And I'm honored to introduce this one because it's the one that I helped create when you guys started this show. And that is Toonie Bets. You know what? Gooby, you're going to lead us off for Toonie Bets, buddy. Oh, well, I mean, I got the greatest Toonie Bet of all time because Uh, it's J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 over the Packers. Let's go, Jets. I'm all aboard. You're actually becoming a Jet fan. I, yo, man, I, I don't mind that. 
Maybe you should get a Jets jersey. Get the Milk Hunter in the back. Yo, because then you guarantee you, like, Jets are going to win in, like, fucking 15 years for Super Bowl or something like that. Everybody's like, you're a Jet bandwagon. I'm like, yeah, I am. Or you just might not be alive and no one can say shit to you. I'm not going to be alive in 15 <laughs> years? God damn. What do I die from? That's what I want to know. Hey, we can discuss that on mustard. Uh, coming soon, guys. Hey, <laughs> so, so you you actually have the Jets beating them, even though Packers are like fifth ranked defense and all that. And, yeah. and it's in Lambo. Garrett yeah. Wilson, 150 yards, three touchdowns. Okay, okay. So, Goobs, since you're so cocky all of a sudden because the Jets have been your saving grace, I'm gonna double down on your bet. You better double down to get me before you can't. Oh, another double down. Double we should get down. that that Jeopardy yeah. sound. Packers, <laughs> Packers are going to bring the Jets back to reality. Ooh. All right, all right. Gentleman handshake. <laughs> okay, Malky. Well, totally bad. it's always a party when we poke fun of the Broncos, so why should we stop? <laughs> We're going to LA, and it's the Chargers and Broncos. Is this Monday night? Yes, this is the Monday Nighter, and it's again another dedication to Kev. We love you, bro. Uh, it's the Chargers are a 4.5 favorite. I don't know why it's so low. Home team, home cooking. Broncos score an average of 15 points, and Herbert needs a practice game. So look for the Chargers to dummy the Broncos on Monday night. All right, all right. I actually have a question about this. Actually, does the Broncos kickers have more points? Than Russell Wilson, like touchdown wise, like Tell me who scored, the answer who's, who's no, I don't, and I kind of I want to look it up. Well, do you but, even compare like a kicker compared to a, a quarterback? Like, how can you compare the point? Well, I mean, how many touchdowns has Russell Wilson thrown? I'm I'm obviously I'm googling not, this. If you obviously not a lie, you've seen the score of each game. It's been pretty pitiful. So I think I think that means that the kicker has scored more points than. Than Russell Wilson. Okay, while you look it up, Bob, why don't you take us home, baby? The kicker gets one point per touchdown. No, no, no. I'm talking like three, I'm talking actually. I'm talking actually <laughs> like football points. Oh, okay. It's, like, okay. it's one or three points. Okay, okay. So while he's looking that up, I'll move on to my turn. I probably won't be able to do it before the podcast ends, but let's go. Right, go okay, everybody's waiting with bated breath. So finally, to end tuning bet, uh, shout out to my one buddy Brandon. I'm taking the Bengals versus the Saints game, and I've got the Bengals winning it. This is a statement game for the Bengals right now with how they're playing. It's a return to the Superdome uh, since the Super Bowl where they lost. The Saints are basically missing their entire fucking receiving core at this point. It's it's really bad. Like Landry, uh, Thomas, Lattimore, all on. And you know what? The Bengals just lost a close game to the Ravens. And they were starting to look better. They looked real decent in the second half. And Mixon is starting to look better as well. So I've got the Bengals winning this one. I, I like that. I, I like that pick. And Orange Oops. Crush isn't, isn't going to do much for uh, New Orleans. That, that team's never been the same since Sean Payton's been gone. Yeah. So I, I like that, uh, that too. And uh, Maddie, who was on last week, would agree with you too, Bob. Let's go. Maddie, you sound like a genius, buddy. <laughs> Original Bengals fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know a couple of them now. I did not realize they were so, like, there's so many of them out there. In the because wild. they're coming out of hiding. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. It's true. All the years of embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I think you guys might have been confused by what I was saying. Russell Wilson, I'm saying, has thrown for four passes a season or four touchdowns a season. 
Okay, which is equal to 24 points because it's six points per touchdown. I think the kicker has more points than Russell Wilson by just kicking field goals. Did you tally it up? Because if you did, I'm, I'm, really, I'm still working on that. But it doesn't really matter. So you need to. End you it. can't. You can't just keep every two, three minutes telling us your progress on this thing. Yeah, we are. We gotta go progress by progress. <laughs> no, you need to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This has been another episode of Show Us Your TDs. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. Uh, I, I don't know why I say viewing. We don't do YouTube anymore. But, guys, Eagles, Cowboys, I can't fucking wait. Sunday night is gonna be a fantastic night. I'm gonna sit with a bag of Cheetos and some Pop, this is why you're looking at Cheeto Town. Sir, get that dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Melky, what do you got? What do you got going on? I, well, for one, I want to thank uh, you always uh, for riding shotgun. And I want to thank Bob for sitting on the pine with us. I love you, bro. But come Sunday, I hate your little face. <laughs> I want to thank the network for allowing us to put this awesome show on. I want to thank you fans out there for tolerating us because it's just a one big shit show for the most part. It's mad respect and man, NFL. Love it. Love this time of the year. Nothing is better than NFL football right now. I don't disagree with well. Hockey just started too, but this is a perfect time of year. Well, so yeah, all the sports are uh, yeah are uh, coming in. I mean, the Jays lost. Barcelona lost. Pharisee. Shit. Yeah. Absolute garbage. To oh yeah, but so Bob, thank you for joining us, man. We really love having you on. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, uh, sending the love right back. Love you guys both. Thanks so much. Uh, obviously, for having we we knew in the summer when the schedule was released, whatever I was going to be on this week. I always love coming on here. Fans, you guys can check me out. I just did another uh, Toronto podcast, kind of a Leaf Jays recap with El Jefe. He's going to release that soon. We got a new mustard episode. We're going to be recording shortly a Halloween special with those terrible movie choices that Calf chose. Uh, <laughs> We're all shaking our head. Yeah, I was talking so about it the other day with someone. I'm like, so bad. It's like so you, bad. you said, a two-year-old, I think you said like a seven-year-old. Seven-year-old, yeah. Seven-year-old picked movies this month. Uh, I'm dreading every minute of it. Yeah, so anyways, guys, we've got a bunch coming up on this network. Look forward to it. And Sunday, I'm going to be a fucking bag of nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Possibly the game of the season. Yeah, so many implications. And our group chat is going to be a clusterfuck. Okay, here we go. 33 to 24. The punter has scored more points than Russell Wilson. This punter deserves $250 million. No, you're wrong. You need the kicker. The punter does. Oh, the kicker, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Job. But 33 to 24. And that has scored more points than your quarterback. Dedicated to Kev. <laughs> Fuck. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. Danger witch. <laughs> Pat, I think it's safe to say that all these fans came out here to watch a game of football. Uh, John, we're in commercial. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just making conversation. Come on. Football!